we're going to get into some of this good stuff right here as far as what was going on uh, throughout the night into the day. But happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Uh, happy Father's Day to grandfathers, uncles, dads, nephews, cousins, everybody that is an active father in somebody's life. Uh, I've been an active father in, in, in more in more ways than one. And because I did not have an initial father and I had several father figures, but uh, glad to have the relationship I have with my dad now and um, God given dad, definitely. And so you can't speak to the, the, the entire impact that a father can have in the household or on somebody's life. So big shout out to y'all. Happy Sunday, everyone. I'm feeling horrible on this keto. Hey bro, I'm gonna tell you something about keto. I'm going to tell you something about keto real quick, all right? Because uh, I know on, from a professional standpoint. Keto is a very non-realistic lifestyle type of branded diet, all right? Keto is nothing more. I know they like to brand it and package it up. But keto is nothing more than a strict caloric deficit in which the body likes carbohydrates first. That's why they initially want you to take in fats. And sometimes people unresponsibly take in fats they shouldn't. So if you're on a keto, you need to be very careful of that and how you're managing your macros as well. All your macros do make sure your protein is up. Uh, make sure that your fats are healthy type fats. And I'm going to be honest with you. Keto is not a lifestyle nutrition. So you're going to have headaches. You're going to be lethargic. You're going to be tired. You're going to all types of things like that. You might even start to get constipated. So just be very careful with that. I know from a standpoint, there are other ways to do it in more healthier ways. But this is not a health channel. This is an actual form one point channel. But I got to talk to my fan when I see that. So this is what the grid looked during qualification. Haas was definitely ecstatic about their number two position being in the top three, just like they almost threw. They did throw a party in the garage, and I'm pretty sure they threw an after party when K-Mag got first pole position ever in Haas history, ever in his career, and it didn't last long. By the time the sprint came, he sunk back. By the time the race came, he sunk back. Well, we didn't have to wait that long to see Nico sunk back because he got sunk back off of grid penalties anyway, and then furthermore, even though he ended up fifth because he lost three spots, he'll sink back even further than that. So it just it just uh, shortened up our amount of time that we're going to see him sink back. But let's take a look at some things that are definitely – out there happening because people getting tagged. They are getting tagged for money. All right. Williams bringing updates to the, to this race. Williams bringing the most updates to this GP, first of all. And I might even say that these updates are kind of showing a shimmer of upgrade S ness. It's a little too early to tell, but it's looking like it maybe, but, but aside from that, the driver are really Williams racing got fined 5,000 euros for the driver, not physically returning the tires to the appointed tire supplier before the start of qualifying session. And not only once, but you can double that up twice. It looks like the same document, but it is not as a different driver. It is the same team, 5,000 more euros for not returning the tires to the tire supplier. So indeed, they uh, ran into that that situation and they're going to have to pay those fines. And it's not like, you know, they need to be paying that. I'm pretty sure they can put that elsewhere in something else and some type of development as they are having development going right now. So then aside from that, let's also go into matter of fact, let me send you all a big shout out because, you know, the breakfast. Happy Father's Day. I didn't put that in there. I don't think. Yeah. Father's Day to all. 
So aside from that, let's go into the next thing, which is where we start getting our changes to the qualifying classifications to now our starting grid going today. Very positive situation for Mercedes as they're going to end up getting bumped up. But right here, we got Nico, which is the most egregious situation that has happened. Uh, not saying it's um, egregious as to why they penalized him, but it's the most egregious into the drop and what it could do to your morale or Happy Father's Day to you too, Akondo. Happy Father's Day, Wildcat, Samaj. Happy Father's Day, everybody. What it can do to your energy and your mentality going into this race. So they failed to stay above the minimum time set by the FIA ECU during a red flag, all right? So with that being said, that's a legitimate penalty. He's going to get one penalty point uh, for a total of three in his 12-month period. And then this penalty will not come off until the following year around this anniversary time. But he only has three points. That's not bad. You know, he's got he's got enough to run it up some more. Gasly is the one who needs to be concerned as he just had maybe a couple of points fall off. Maybe in May, I believe it is. Will will correct me on that if he comes in the chat. But I think it was in May. The next time. So that takes him from second to fifth. So he goes from second in the grid, which would have been a nice starting position for him to live for a little while, but definitely not going to be somewhere he was going to stay. What's going on? DG Big Blue. Oorah. Navy. You know what I'm saying? All day. Navy always ready, baby. So then we're going to go into Carlos Sainz definitely deserved this penalty. I mean, he deserved this penalty probably two or three times over. Carlos was comparable to being somebody's retaining wall yesterday with the amount of impeding. I think he impeded up on Albon twice uh, on that situation. And then he ended up, I want to say it was ghastly that he ended up having an egregious impediment on. And finally, boom, penalized. So he drops three grid places. So that's going to take Carlos. It's going to drop from eighth to 11th, losing that position. And that's already like it's not bad enough. Carlos wrecked the car. In FP3, I believe, ended up making it back in quality, doing better than Charles. Charles doesn't make it in even Charles doesn't even make it into Q Q3, damn it. And now he's got this grid place penalty. I'm not really liking Ferrari's opportunity. No, not opportunity, because they got every opportunity to be better than they're being. I'm not liking the way Ferrari is competing. Let's say that. I'm not I'm not liking there. I'm not liking anything that Ferrari's got going on right now. I told you all earlier in the season that it's not just Mercedes that is having problems. They are having problems at Ferrari. Okay, they just switched up the car concept philosophy going a different direction, more or less so. The drivers are making errors that they don't need to make because the team is already failing them in some capacity that that's not aiding in their situation. So, yeah, Ferrari itself is just, it's a mess right now to me. And this does not help their progress. This does not help the momentum, the morale in the team, having this grid drop penalty. And I'm not really confident in the race that we'll see Ferrari on podium. If we do, that would be awesome. But we'll see about that. Matter of fact, go ahead and drop your predictions in the chat right now. Let me know at least who you think is going to be the top five drivers. And let's see when I get to the end if we kind of have some matching right there. Next driver up is Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll doing what he do, which is not doing much. Definitely not helping or aiding to his team's least constructor championship campaign. Lance Stroll has been several positions, if not more, from Alonso. While Alonso has been doing fairly well this season, aside from the last race in Spain. But at this particular point in time, especially in qualifying, looks like Alonso and Aston Martin may kind of be back on track to do some of the things that they need to continue doing if they're going to have this wild make factor season. 
So we'll see how that goes. What's going on, Mary Beanie Prince, Akondu, Box Office, Rice Motorsports. I see you all lit up. The fam, Samaj, Wildcat, everybody. So, yeah, Lance Stroll is not doing it. And I'm telling you, I've said this before, Lawrence, you're going to have to do something about your son, man. Like your son getting these paid seats, this daddy seat, this inherited seat, this indefinite seat might not be the best thing for the team. I wonder if the team feel the same way. I wonder if the team, every time they come in the garage, look at Felipe like, sure wish you was in that car, man. Look at Lance like, mm. that's it. That's it. Just like, because mm. that's what he's doing. He's got a meh season. He's a meh driver. Uh, happy Father's Day to all dads and moms who have to be both moms and dads. That's a fact, bro. That is a fact. That's a big drop right there. Rice Motorsports TV dropping some big-time knowledge in there. There are mothers out here that have to play both roles. And let me tell you, it is hard for a woman to teach a young boy how to be a man. All right? You can't. It's, it's hard. You can raise them. You can love them. But you need a man to teach a man how to be a man, and hopefully that man is a good man, all right? But moms out here are doing the best they can with what they have, and they're doing a phenomenal, awesome job. I know because for a great portion of my life, that was my life, and I can remember of how many things I got into, how I really, really honestly, Wolfpack would not have even been here. Like, there's some situations that I was in, like, I could have been really doing some time for real. Like with some things that I had got myself into, especially growing up in the area I grew up in, like, you know, the powers to be really blessed me like on some real stuff. So that's why I look at life differently. You know, I going to court for some charges I had. I could have, you know, could have been bad then. But fortunately, you know, things went different and, and I was able to get another chance at looking like, yo, you don't need to get into the situations you're in. And you need to do better than that with your life. And I'm glad that now I am where I am. And uh, Papa Stroll, if you want to be a good father to your son, just tell him the truth. Look him in his eye. Okay, look, look him in his eye. Just say, listen, Lance, I love you. I love you, Lance. You know, I do anything for you. I have done anything for you. You wanted to be in Formula One, I got you here. You wanted a seat, I got you that seat. But son, there comes a time when the albatross around the neck so got to drop it off. And right now I got to drop you off. Right now you, you, you're sinking the team. All right, you are that albatross. We're going to have to give Felipe at least a shot for at least a few races to see what he could do because we done saw what you could do. And maybe that might help you mentally step up and do what you need to do. And then maybe we might see something in Felipe where we don't need you to step up. We need you to take a seat back. But that's what he got to do. He got to have a real conversation, man. He got to have a real conversation. That's how he, it needs to go down, like real true. So, yeah, Lance is going to also lose three grid positions, which means Lance goes from 13th to 16th, I believe, for the day. And then finally coming up on Yuki. Yuki again. Oh, my gosh. Yuki is not having the best time. All right. Yuki's not having the best time. Not at all, okay, because I'm not in agreement with the penalty that he got in Spain. I'm not in agreement with that. I believe that was Spain. I'm not I'm not agreeing to that. I think Joe really kind of did what they do in NBA. He he, you know, he flaked. He did, you know, he did all the the flip, flopping shit. I think Joe flopped. All right. And Yuki got penalized and I really didn't agree with it. But here we are now. He gets a penalty, drops him three grid spots which takes him from uh, 16th to 19th. And I think this is kind of dampening Yuki's energy because up until now, he's been the real supporter of AlphaTauri as far as the drivers providing points to a team because Nick DeVries has not done a ting. He hasn't done a ting, not a ting at all, okay? Uh, so we're going to see what Nick DeVries does next season. 
even throughout the course of this season. But even right there, if you looked initially, Yuki qualified ahead of DeVries then. It's only because of his penalty he drops behind DeVries. So I'm going to be looking to see if Yuki makes up those two spots and gets beyond DeVries. Oh, this is my dad right here. Hold on. Hey, what's going on, dad? This is my dad. Oh, it's okay, dad. You know I had to call you early and wish you happy Father's Day. How you liking those shoes? I don't like those shoes. What? Jesus loves you. That's right. He loves you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, the guy that owns the store, yeah. He's big. He's a real cool dude, too. Real good dude. You just... Are you sure? You just let me know. Matter of fact, I'm on a live right now, and I said I got to pick up the phone because it's my dad, because I love my dad. I love you, too, Dad. All right. Bye-bye. So, yeah. So, we're going to see what happens with Yuki, see if he gets by DeVries. Uh, see how that goes. Hopefully that goes well. So with all that being said, this is where we end up for the starting grid. Not only hours from right now, I will be running to the store. I'm going to try to make these uh, s'mores chocolate chip cookies uh, for the family coming over. Also celebrating in uh, observation of Juneteenth. So we're going to be doing that. So right now, my predictions are as this. I think Max Verstappen... It runs out. I think he runs out clean air. We know the RB19 can do well. I do, however, think that if anything does happen as a DNF or some type of reliability issue, that's the only way that changes Red Bull not finishing this race with Max Verstappen in front, all right? So, uh, yeah, happy Father's Day, Papa. We'll appreciate you. <laughs> I'll let him know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he in the studio. Right, right, right. So, other than that, I would have... Lewis Hamilton is going to be second. Uh, I believe Lewis definitely overtakes Alonzo, either on track or via due to strategy, because we've seen Aston Martin kind of muff up. They they cost Alonzo a race win on strategy last time before, and you know he could have actually won in Monaco, but they really muffed it up with the weather. They put the wrong tires on there, and and he had to come back in. So I don't. I think Lewis overtakes on merit. Our strategy. Russell, I think, overtakes Alonzo as well. We know Russell can get his elbows out. That's going to be a very, very entertaining entanglement, should I say. But I do, at this point in time, have reason to believe that the W14B's updates and the progress since Monaco, Spain, and now still will outshine Aston Martin as they have just kind of got into their new update. So with that being said, I think Russell also overtakes Alonzo, but I think Alonzo stops and he comes in fourth unless something else happens. So I got Alonzo fourth. I got Charles fifth. I do have some hope that Charles can make up five positions and just due to his racing craft and the Ferrari at least still being faster, certainly, than I believe the McLaren, than the Alpine, maybe not so, definitely not so much as the Aston Martin. So I do think, Charles can get up to fifth. However, I do see Esteban probably holding somewhere in there. I'm going to give Esteban a little credit given to what he's shown us up until this point. And he got a podium in Monaco, which I know is not not deeply like valued. There, there definitely is some should be some discount there given what Monaco is. But I think Esteban's been on a slight roll. He is that bigger supporter of Alpine versus Gasly coming in. People thought Gasly was just going to be like 
peanut butter and jelly since you ain't never had a sandwich, you know, and he ain't really has not been shining there. So I I kind of I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Elcon a little credit. I think he can probably hold on to sixth place, especially with as wide as he can make that car. We seen the move that he pulled on Alonso, which was was damn near woof. It was it was sketchy, but he did it. I think Carlos comes in seven. Derwin Hill, happy Father's Day to the fellas. Prediction is P1 Max, P2 Lewis, P3 Russell. Bro, that's what I got. That's that's what I got. Hey, we got the same thing. I P1 Max, P2 Lewis, P3 Russell. So we agreeing right there. Uh, I think Carlos goes in seventh. Uh, Carlos damn near tore. He did tear up the car. He damn near could have ruined his opportunity to make it to qualifying. He tore up that car a good bit. Then uh, he does come in qualifying, you know, better than Charles. But overall, Carlos, just like Charles, can make mistakes that are totally unneeded. I think maybe he gets held up at lucky number seven. Stroll, I think, doesn't get any higher than eighth, even though he's in the AMR 23. I'm not confident in Stroll right now. And if he does, great, but I'm not confident. And nor has Stroll shown me anything to, to believe, make me believe that he can outrace any of these drivers up here. And I do believe that Esteban has enough car to maybe hold him off. I just don't know how long, but definitely the Ferrari, unless these situations and positions change quickly, Stroll is, I think, Stroll's head ceiling is at eight. Lando and Pia Pia in McC McLaren, I think McLaren's making a little bit of progress, although very minuscule. I think progress and understanding about what they have. I'm going to give the Papaya team both coupled up at 9 and 10. Albon, speaking about Albon, very interesting to see Albon's performance and his finishes for not just qualifying, but also to see his performance with the car that they didn't get a lot of time for because of FP1 being canceled. Williams has bought the most updates to this GP, and this is what they have to show for it. Now, given it's Williams, that's good. Okay, that's good for Williams, all right, where they are. Albon's now P9. He qualified in the top 10. He had the updates. Now, Logan should also have those same updates going into this race. I'm going to give Albon some credit. I'm going to give him a little bit. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Albon may indeed can go ahead and get P11 for the result, which means that's putting them closer to really being a competitive midfield team if they can continue that on in Austria and further. I would like to see Williams do that. Now, I'm not saying it's going to, I'm not saying that I'm, ho- I'm, I'm holding to it and I would like to see it, but that would be my, I think that's my surprise of the day. How about that? My surprise of the day would be Albon P11, P10. That would be my surprise of the day. Gasly at 12, Yuki at 13, Valtteri at 14, Logan Sargent at 15. And uh, I honestly think maybe it might be an idea. I'm just saying, just think about it, Logan. Maybe you go ahead and you start driving with, Haas because you're the most American driver, most recent American driver on the grid, and then you'll be driving for the most un-American, American Formula 1 team on the grid. That's like a win-win-win for like promotion and marketing. Just think about it. And you've been wrecking up a lot of shit and that's Haas's motto. Motto is to wreck. If you ain't wrecking, you ain't racing. I think you should go there. So then next I will have uh, I got Logan. I have DeVries at 16 because he hasn't really shown as much, so I'm not looking for much out of him. Joe at 17. K-Mag and Nico return to their mean at 18 and 19. Damn, they're holding down the bottom. And Perez goes to 20 because likely Red Bull either sabotage his car or he will sabotage himself either or puts him in P20. And that's just how I feel about Perez right now. I'm really disappointed in Perez or I'm disappointed in Red Bull. If Perez indeed is the type of person where he just – 
can't get out of his own way to continue battling Max for a world driving championship, which seems so valid at one point in time. But I will say this for Christian to say what he said, as far as Perez can relax now and just drive since the gap in points has increased between him and Max. It almost comes off as you, we got him where we want him now. Now just go ahead and do your thing. Like Max has enough space and also an RB 19 where you won't catch him. But it's, it's some real funny thing. It's a real funny thing. I'll just leave it at that. So either Perez ruins his own race like he has or Red Bulls running his race. Right now, that's where I am. I'm not in the middle anymore. I'm either it's this or it's that. It's got to be. I need a defined answer. And I'm going to come to that answer toward the toward the end of the season, and especially when we see when contracts come up. We're going to see what happens. Because uh, when contracts come up, some things don't always end up like Lewis, where it's just quiet and you're just waiting. Some things get nasty when contractual shit comes up and money's time to be paid. And I think Perez is going to want more money and I think he slept on himself and cost himself money and I think when he does that it's going to be an eternal dispute that will bleed out into the public and we'll really see what's been what because when you get out of contract drivers might start talking about listen I'm just gonna say this my car just I mean did you see the speed traps I mean my car just my car all of a sudden now you think I just all of a sudden forgot how to push the accelerator pedal all the way to the floor you think I just forgot that you think me, Checo, Minister of Defense Perez, forgot to push the accelerator all the way to the floor? Or what do you think? Things could get crazy, right? Things could get very interesting. So we're going to see what happens with that. But that's where we are. So at this point in time, uh, I'm going to look at some of you all's predictions on what you think in the chat. I see we got a super chat as well. I want to see what you all think in the chat as far as what you think will happen today. Also, big shout out to Rice Motorsports and Derwin Hill, one of the D, one of the uh, Wolfpack Epic Road Race Series drivers. Uh, Danlin says they are sabotaging Checo, Akondo, RB still sabotaging Perez, and that's so. So that's pretty much what I think. So we'll see what happens. I got to get to the store. I'm gonna get some ingredients. You know, I'm gonna bake some things. Hopefully, before the race starts, get those things done. Uh, so when the family comes over today uh, to celebrate Juneteenth, we can also have some goodies and then uh probably pick up some fireworks for the kids and all that good stuff you know all that good stuff so we will be back here live don't forget we're gonna be back here live we got a race i am be right there front center for the race we're gonna be back here live we got a new vip member we're gonna be spinning the wheel for wheel like right for him to get a 50 or 25 dollar gift card you can also get a 25 or 50 dollar gift card if you come play kickback quality trivia i'm giving away free money like literally i'm giving away free money just come get it come have fun and win some money also i got a big announcements coming up as far as some things that the wolfpack family did earlier in, uh, in the last couple of months and i found a way we're going to make it a win-win situation where we took care of a certain group of people and now i'm going to take care of you and it's going to be random but it's still finding a way to give back to my community and my family which love me so much support me encourage me big shout out to you all okay so i will see you all soon time to get to this racing all right peace and love